Hey everybody, welcome back to another early morning barking podcast. You know, it's 1.46 in the morning, I was about to go to bed or consider it, and then I saw what the topic was and I thought, ah, sod it, let's do it now. I was meant to do this show today anyway, so here we go. BPD and fear of abandonment. Dear God, it's horrifying. I'm going through it right now. Actually, that that's what that's what triggered me onto doing this. Is God, I am sat here fearing abandonment and being abandoned. Sort of. We have to start by defining abandonment in this case because it's not necessarily all that straightforward, right? It's not just somebody literally abandoning you. It can be anybody going away for any reason. Now, there's many reasons people might go away or not be available or not be where we want them to be that aren't literal abandonment. But they feel like that to us. Like we've been abandoned. Someone doesn't turn up for an appointment. Someone's late for something. All these things. And I'm going through through breakup abandonment. And that's that's the hard one. That's that I don't love you anymore. That's a massive rejection. And uh, a huge abandonment. And it, it sort of is. I mean... It depends on how you want to, you know, your mileage may vary in your actual relationship, whatever, or the case you're thinking of. But it is definitely something that is seen and felt as an abandonment. And the fear of this is so great that it brings panic. And it brings rather extreme panic. Like a frantic begging, bargaining panic, right? You'll do anything to not be abandoned. Anything at all, because the, the fear of being abandoned is is just so huge. It's enormous. And I think it probably ties into some sort of uh, insecure attachment in childhood, that kind of thing. I'm not an expert, far from an expert. If you're listening to this and you think I'm an expert, no, just someone with BPD. Um, the fear of abandonment, abandonment terrifies me. Being left, other people going elsewhere. Yes, at the moment for me, it's a, a romantic relationship that bizarrely ended two and a half years ago that is, is causing me that abandonment now because it can be so drawn out. And I, I think this is, in my case, actually an interesting example of how weird it can be that I, I'm feeling this now about a, a person that I was with for a very long time and we broke up two and a half years ago after I left. Right, I, I was the one who left. Now, we would have broken up anyway, but... I feel in the case of me talking about my feelings of abandonment, it's relevant to say that I left. And it's, it kind of, for me, adds to the weirdness of this. Um, 
I know it's it's safe to say that in relationship breakups, the person who leaves is also hurt. You don't necessarily just leave and everything's fine. But in my case, I, I was the one who finally broke and left. And I, I think that is an interesting link to my fear of abandonment. If I'm so afraid of being abandoned, how can I even leave? Right? That's... Let's start that one. Well, what you're doing is you're abandoning somebody before they abandon you. That's that's what you're doing. You are preempting an abandonment. And clearly in my case, it was pretty bloody obvious that that abandonment was going to come. And so I pulled the ripcord first. Because then I wasn't abandoned, right? I left. So no abandonment there. No problem. I should be happy. I was the one who did the leaving. And I, I convinced myself I would be, that I'd be driving away with a big smile on my face, feeling free and everything. And in fact, it was it was traumatic. I'll never forget that day. It makes me cry to think about it now. And I did that because I was afraid of her doing it to me. Now, what I was then able to do, thanks to lockdown, was to somewhat perpetuate this relationship. Not romantically, but in terms of time and attention, everything ended up going back to the way it was. It was just me and this person in lockdown with our dog. And that was pretty much like our relationship. And so it ended, but it didn't end. We kept doing it. And from a attention point of view, I got all the attention that I wanted and needed. And I even attempted to move on, to, to start a new relationship, which turned out to not be the right path for me. And yet still, this feeling of abandonment from this person is there. I'm petrified that that new relationship has come to an end. Um, and now I'm back onto fearing abandonment because now this original person who gave me all their time is starting to want to go out in the world on their own with anybody but me. And that is inevitably going to mean sharing my time with that person. And that fear of abandonment comes out. For me personally, there's a lot of favorite person stuff going on. But th this is part of how that plays out, is that fear of abandonment. And there is, there are so many panicked urges that I am keeping inside. Because they're frantic and panicky and futile and even if it were possible to convince somebody not to leave you like that that's not the way to do it because the, there's the panic right so you go with the begging and the pleading the convincing the the discussing the arguing the the crying 
all of that wants to come out. Please don't leave me. Please, I'll do anything. And and you want to physically hold on to somebody, so you have to be scraped off. It's it's of a level of panic that you imagine from an infant crying out for its mother. And it's not a parental role necessarily. It's just that fear of being left, of being abandoned, of being dropped, not loved. And this this really does tie into a lot of favorite person stuff. I mean, with a favorite person, all of this is is even more sensitive and critical and and deep and all that sort of thing. But that fear of abandonment is paralyzing. Absolutely paralyzing. In the sense that you can't focus on anything else. You can't focus on the idea of being on your own. You don't want to be on your own. You don't want to be left. You don't want to be stuck needing somebody and have nobody there. And you feel that that's where you're going to go if this person abandons you, if you are abandoned. And that's, you know, I realize I'm viewing this all from a very, a very romantic relationship point of view, because that's the headspace I'm at at the moment. But like I say, there is a fear of abandonment from friends. And that makes people, it, it makes people clingy, right? It's that, that friend that is always trying to be there. You know, not just a, fr- a good friend that's always around, whatever, but y- you know what I'm saying? A much more panicked, frantic need to be there. A, a sort of above average level of enthusiasm for togetherness. I, I've had that too, you know, and it you, you sort of want to do things with friends that it, it might cause you to sort of like push the relationship, like think that you're better friends with somebody than you are, or at least behave like you're better friends with somebody than you really are. And of course, that makes people put off you, that makes people want to pull away from you, which makes the fear of abandonment greater, which makes you do all the things more, which makes the people pull away more, which makes you eventually left on your own. And it's horrible. And before you know it, it's two o'clock in the morning and the only person you've got to talk to is a microphone plugged into a computer. Because we get so caught up in defending ourselves from that abandonment that we can't focus on the things we might actually be able to do to not be abandoned. I spent time wrecking my relationship, worrying about how I was wrecking my relationship and how that was going to get me abandoned. I didn't spend time fixing it or doing the right thing. And now I'm just here, just left. Just, no, I don't, I don't love you anymore. I don't want you back in my life in that way. You annoy me. Look at all the bad things you did. It's distressing to live through. It's distressing to hear. It's, 
distressing in general because this this fear of abandonment causes abandonment. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's so difficult to combat because you have to work on attachment style. You have to work on yourself. And the temptation, the obvious desire is to work on your relationship with the person that you don't want to be abandoned by. And that's that's arguably true to a point. You shouldn't ignore that relationship, but it's not the main focus. It's not how you get somebody to not abandon you. You need to put an appropriate amount of time into a relationship. Not necessarily all you have to give. Right? For friends, that might be far too much. Like <clears throat> You might have a partner that would be very happy with you putting all of every bit of you into the relationship. I'm not sure that's healthy, but you might get away with it. But friends don't want that. Friends have their own families and loved ones and other things as well, don't they? They just need some of you. So you have to put an appropriate amount of time into that. Not overdo it, not panic and overdo it. The other things you have to put time into are yourself and other people. I I feel like I'm talking about a lot of favorite person stuff and a lot of this does cross over, especially in ways of dealing with the problem. But that fear of abandonment, if you have a lot of people in your life, then losing people becomes less of an issue. If you are more comfortable on your own, if you are more self-actualized, more happy with who you are and what you are and what you do and your purpose and all of that, then being abandoned becomes less of a fear. The fear of abandonment is for those of us who are not ready, who are in a state of mess, who feel that we can't look after ourselves, that we can't, we aren't enough for ourselves. We need other people. It's a very difficult thing to overcome. It's a very difficult thing to live with. And I think that the best thing you can do with that is to refuse to live with it and start doing something about it to find people in your life, to to uh, put less emphasis on these people that we want to not abandon us. Um, I, I'm sure you can look up a lot of techniques on this. It's something I still struggle with and I'm not perhaps the best person to give advice on how to deal with it and how to get over it because, hey, I'm sat here alone and not happy about it. Live streams coming soon to the channel, by the way, uh, to my YouTube channel. That I was just reminded because I want to do that so I've got people to talk to one evening. Um, it's just one of those things. I've kind of lost my train of thought. Now, you can find information on how to get over this, but I think I'm pretty sound there. Doing it is harder than saying it. So remember to go easy on yourself. But get on with it. Do it. I, I think there are ways to get out of this. They do take time, but you have to start somewhere. <laughs>
as they say, the best time to plant a tree is however many years ago. The second best time is right now. So let's plant a tree. Let's start doing these things we need to do to get over our fear of abandonment. And then we can make some more positive relationships going forward. And everybody will be happy. So I think that's it for today. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel for the latest videos and subjects. I've got a Patreon at patreon.com slash early morning barking. Thank you to the people who support me there. And there are a lot more podcasts there. And of course, videos on the YouTube YouTube channel. Forgot how to speak then. Uh, I'm going to do a live stream at some point. So I'm I'm interested to have any feedback and thoughts about what my audience would like to see or hear or get out of a live stream. I, I've never done a video live stream before. So I, I'm a little bit cautious as to what to do. Anyway, I'll see you later. You take care. Bye.